All right, now on two, on two. Ready? Green for 20! Green for 20! Hold on! Welcome back to the show. All right, guys, we got a lot to cover this week in a short amount of time. So uh, a little bit later, I'm going to make my week one predictions, uh, share some information with you guys about how you can get involved with the show. But first, draft recap. All right, so there's really only two things to talk about with the draft, and and uh, by now everyone knows, you know, the big one, uh, which was that Eric was unable to gain access to his team, um, and uh, was kind of you know forced to auto draft, um, and you know, like credit to him for kind of maintaining his cool throughout the whole thing. I think I would have been pretty pissed. Uh, and, and understandably so, um, when you got money that you're putting into this thing, there's a thousand bucks on the line, all that. Uh, but, uh, his team turned out pretty good. You know, I think all things considered, I think he was projected to be the third highest point total for the season. I think he's like one of the top two teams heading into week one, as far as the fantasy projection projections are concerned. Uh, Tang has a good point, like in the group text thread that like those things don't mean shit that's just ESPN sort of patting themselves on the back for taking the guys that they think are going to do the best uh but obviously the whole season still has to be played and I guess time will tell but but uh the only thing I I mean like I kind of noticed I was looking at his team and it's like pretty pretty stacked like obviously the three tight end thing is a little whack but um at least at least it seems as though they didn't do you know kind of the uh, cliche auto draft nightmare of like having a kicker taken in the fifth round or whatever. doesn't appear like there was too much of that kind of stuff that was going on. The, the, uh, the uh, only thing that I saw glaring was the three tight ends and, you know, who knows what other players would have been there um, in those spots without having going back and looking, which I actually tried to do in regards to something else. I don't see like a full draft history like the the big draft board posted up anywhere but if any of you guys know where to see that or find that it's probably in an email or whatever uh you know follow up to the draft but um so it'd be kind of interesting to see like what who else would have been available to eric if he had been drafting on his own instead of taking those extra two tight ends but um yeah and then the you know the only other really kind of like glaring thing and it was just a fuck up on my end was you know drafting Tyler Lockett like in the fifth or sixth round uh we were looking at it was I think Lamar uh Jackson or Antonio Gibson maybe right there and I was just trying to add guys in so you know Sean and I on the same team but drafting from two different locations and so one of the things that we were trying to do is uh and he had Dick in the room with him as well so one of the things we're trying to do like to avoid talking about players in front of Dick was uh, add them to the queue. And I was looking at Lockett there. I think I was talking to Sean about Lockett. Dick made a pick and then the button changed from queue to draft, you know, as I like, right as I was clicking it to add him into the, into the uh, queue so that he'd be, you know, on notice for a couple rounds later or whatever. But anyways, I mean, so, you know, now I got to deal with like listening to Sean bitch about this every single time I talk to him about anything, you know, now and he's trying to like, 
get me to pay more for the league because of this one pick. You know, meanwhile, like he uh, he doesn't want to say, you know, take any any credit for drafting Matthew Stafford or Allen Robinson. I mean, those fucking bums last night. huh? So anyways, uh, speaking of that, I'm going to get into week one predictions here. I'll be back in a sec. All right, so week one predictions, uh, annual tradition here on the Best Damn Pod, a uh, a uh, thing I've actually you know really been doing for a lot longer than that. Uh, you guys remember back in like the CBS Sportsline days, you could actually click into like a pig's. I think I don't remember. What, it's not pigskin pick'em, but there was like a thing where you could do like a poll on uh, on the upcoming matches that that week. You know, if you don't, you know future bdfl memories segment all right here let me pull up the scoreboard here i'll start uh it's kind of a rivalry weekend of sorts it's kind of interesting so we got like um seatown rice balls and dicks picks both of those guys were you know not original members of the best damn fantasy league but tang was somebody who was around since we basically started this thing joined in like year two or maybe year three and then dicks a homie of his all y'all know that by now i'm just kind of trying to kill some time as I look through here and try and figure out there was another, um, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe not like rivalry, but, uh, the two live Jews, you know, even I are taking on Josh this week and I don't know, Josh and I, we just got back from a camping trip and we've been doing a bunch of fishing and stuff this summer. So, uh, you know, kind of a, kind of a nice way to like wrap up the summer and start off the best, best damn season with a matchup against him. But what all, um, what I'll do here is I'm just going to scroll down to the bottom of the thing so I can end on, on, uh, on the two live Jews game. Cause you know, this podcast really is about me. And, uh, so Dick's picks versus Seatown rice balls. Um, I mean, Josh Allen got off to a huge, huge start, uh, last night, but then, um, Cam Akers got a big fat goose egg for, for the Dick's. It looks like the projection is still leaning Tang's way. He's got Burrow, Henry, uh, he doesn't really have much as far as like big name star power at the wide receiver position or tight end position. Uh, let's see. He's got, he's got Derrick Henry, Joe Burrow. I, I mean, I suppose both of them could have huge games. Jalen Waddle, I guess is, uh, probably his biggest name wide receiver. Let's go over to the Dick side. Joe Bur- or uh, Josh Allen, like I said, already basically has 40 points for him. I mean, it's interesting. So he's got 40 points out of the 107 that he's projected to get. So I don't think that that bodes well for the rest of the Dick's um, rosters. And and also, the Dick's did get one pick. I, you may have heard back in that draft recap thing. Uh, uh, there was uh, one point where you and even I were talking about taking – um, Raheem Mostert, and we'd been talking about him for a couple rounds, and then all of a sudden he kind of just disappears off the board, um, one pick ahead of ours, and Dick nabbed him. So, uh, I, you know, really for that reason alone, um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and go with the rice balls. This this roster, like it's not Tang's fault if it's shitty. Um, he had Ian of the uh, Green Bull Packers draft for him, so and I don't know like how much Ian's been playing since he left the. Uh, Best damn league, but best damn fantasy league. But um, I mean, I'm not super impressed with Tang's team. I also shouldn't talk too much shit because you know there's uh, always this fear that like I'm gonna jinx up myself and talk shit about everyone else's team, and then it brings all this bad juju to the uh, to the Jews. 
so uh, try and avoid some of that as much as I can. But um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Neither one of these teams really excites me too much. I, I'm going to pull for Tang, though, to overcome this 40-point deficit uh, after the Thursday night season opener. And hopefully, Derrick Henry was a huge contributor to the Knicks um, last year. So I'm going to pull for Derrick Henry, and I, I just like the moxie of Joe Burrow. So I'm going to pick the Rice Balls in the Week 1 matchup against the Dicks. Uh, let's see here, the OGs versus the Sasquatch. So, I mean, another 24 points for Stefan Diggs last night uh, to just kind of start the season for Orion. But then... Uh, let's see, it looks like we got a field goal and an extra point. So six points to 24 heading into the weekend. Um, so Justin Herbert, that was the guy that Sean and I had talked about drafting. He was he was on our radar. I like him versus the Raiders division matchup to, to uh, start the season. Let's see. So right now it says it's a 119.1 to 119.6 game for the OGs. I'm assuming that takes into consideration the points from last night. Um, but, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to like, so the Knicks obviously, uh, or I'm sorry, the Seatown Sasquatches get like a half point um, bonus because he's, you know, Knicks kind of got to stick together. So, I'm going to go with the Sasquatch here. Um, oh, fuck. I guess that half point bonus ties them at 119.1. You know, they add the half point, then you get the 119.6 that Goose is projected to. So, I, like I said, it's worth six tenths of a point to be named Nick. So, I'm going to, I'm, I'm rooting for uh, Herbert. I like Nick Chubb also, obviously. Um, Jamar Chase is, is fucking dope. So, um, yeah. I think it's going to be tough. I think that, like, kind of looking over, like, I like Mixon, Brady's, you know, I think Brady was the number one player in our league last year. So OGs have a lot of firepower still on their um, roster, and they got that early lead. But, I mean, it's it's Nick. He's got Nick, Chubb, and then he also has Herbert, who I really like. So uh, I'm going to go with the Sasquatches to pull that one out. Um, all right, here we go. So it's the, it's it's Ground Chuck. Um, Chad Barnes. Ugh, God damn it, Chad! Why'd you, wouldn't it have been nice if we could have like come to some consensus that like Russell Wilson, you know, like couldn't play in this Week One matchup somewhere? Oh, uh, quick little poll here. I'm just curious: do you boo or do you cheer for him? That seems to be the only thing people can talk about on Seattle Sports Radio this week. So um, I'm obviously in the boo category. You don't want to be here? Then go fuck yourself. Uh, I mean, but. There's also these latest reports that Russell Wilson says they tried to trade him twice in his 10 years and he was a good soldier throughout that. So, I mean, could, you know, good for you, Russ, but, you know, go fuck yourself. Uh, so it's it's Chad versus uh, the Sundays. I don't, Eric, I don't like the Slaughterhouse Daddy. I, that doesn't work for me. It's Slaughterhouse Sundays, you know, and if you need help getting back into your account to have uh, that changed, like just shoot me a text and I'll go and do it. Otherwise, I mean, it's another thing that you guys can all vote on. Should we just change it back? Cause he doesn't appear to have control of his team. Um, so like if you need me to go back in there and reset a little bit of best damn history to its, uh, you know, original settings, I, I can't believe you're going to try and change this up in year 22. But, um, anyways, uh, slaughterhouse daddy or the Sundays, uh, 26 points early from Cooper cup last night. It's like the only bright spot for the Rams in their season opener. But 
Uh, so let's see, Eric's got an advantage 126.9 to 112.3 for Chad. And I mean, it kind of looks like, a, like, I think Russell Wilson's going to probably, I mean, I hate to say it, but like, he's, he's probably going to have a pretty good game against the Seahawks on Monday night. Um, I like Dalvin Cook. Mike Evans is one of my favorite players in the league. So that's a, that's good. Uh, let's see here. Looking over at the Sundays, Kyler Murray, former Nickerson. David Montgomery. We had talked about David Montgomery, I think, joining the Jews, but I don't remember like how it didn't come up. But uh, Keenan Allen. So you got Mike Evans, probably my number, one, my favorite wide receiver in the league, and then Keenan Allen's probably my second number. You know, top three at least, as far as uh, so that's cool. Um, you know, and then I'm, I think I'm. Oh. Well, here it is. So Nick Folk is the kicker. I was going to say, I think this is going to be kind of a push, like kind of a toss-up game for me. But uh, Nick Folk for the Sundays gives him that 0.6 point advantage, I think it was, is where we're at with that. So uh, that extra half, uh, a six-tenths of a point is, I think, what it's going to be to put the Sundays over the top. Let's see if... Uh, Get over to the next game here. Ooh, the MD2020 versus the Purgatory Gumps. Love an explanation for whatever the fuck that means. Um, so Lamar Jackson versus Jalen Hurts. Those were kind of the two quarterbacks that I thought... Uh, the, I, the, it was Herbert, Jackson, and Hurts were, I think, the three quarterbacks that we would have been pretty happy with, and instead we got stuck with fucking Stafford. But uh, Eckler, so all for like a month we had talked about you know we were going to team up and then our first pick was going to uh be christian mccaffrey it was like once we figured out what the draft order was going to be we were pretty set on mccaffrey and then the day before i said you know what about Eckler? uh so i wouldn't be surprised if if he um blows up and has a monster season this year and then saquon barkley was like a guy that we had talked about if he was there in the second round we would probably jump all over that and i I think he was. I don't remember how this draft order all worked out, but for some reason, I feel like he was available to us in the second round. Maybe I'm just imagining that. But uh, let's see. Tyreek Hill, I like him. DK Metcalf was the guy that I thought was worth reaching for. And then Michael Thomas was somebody who was on our sleeper list. So, I mean, the team is basically a no-nonsense Nickerson's team um, versus MD2020. Oh, and uh, Tyrone's got a uh, uh, one-point edge going into... The weekend, uh, Darius Knox came through with a catch for five yards in the season opener for one point. Solid. Um, former Nickerson, Dar uh, uh, um, Dawson Knox. Uh, so let's see here. We got on the other side, MD, Jalen Hurts. Some Jets running back I've never heard of. Uh Tony Pollard, who's probably going to end up being the starter in Detroit by the end of the season. Justin Jefferson. I thought it was a reach taking him, uh, like, number four overall, first wide receiver off the board. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll see. I like his wide receivers. Obviously, Judy, you know, should be on the on the two live Jews. Um, and then Mark Andrews. So he's got, like, top tight end option. Um, I like that. I'm going to go... <sighs> Jeez, so it's one fourteen point one to one oh eight. So they give MDs like a two point advantage or two percentage point advantage win probability. I'm gonna go with Purgatory Gumps. I'm I'm hoping to get him on the pod, Tyrone. I'd I'd love to get you on here, and you can explain to us what the hell your uh, team name means, and also just kind of introduce yourself to the league. So that'd be kind of cool if we can figure that out. And uh, 
uh, I don't know if you work in Arlington or if you just live down there, but our offices and yard and all that kind of stuff, all, all our works down in Smoky Point. So that probably only means something to you, but, uh, the rest of these guys can try and figure that out. That's not a pot joke, guys. That's a name of a neighborhood in, uh, in Arlington. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Oh yeah. So we got Hut Hut Howard versus the all American team. I think it is at some point, I think Aaron had his team was like make Comerica great again. Very mega theme, um, to it. I think his logo for like a minute was like the Jews will not replace us type thing. And it's like, I mean, clearly you and I are way better fantasy players than most of this league. So we've already done that. Um, but uh, let's see here. So we got Mahomes, Zeke, uh, Devontae Adams, Debo, and uh, let's see anything else here. No Knicks on that team. Derek Carr, probably the only starting quarterback in the league worse than our uh, Stafford. But, you know, he'll probably end up doing a little bit better because I think the karma is going to be against the Jews uh, this season. I don't know why. Like, I, I just feel like it... There's just something about our season that's destined to underperform. Um, for as good as we've been in this league, for as long as we've been, you know, we thought like we were creating this super power team. And, it, uh, you know, just yesterday just left kind of a bad taste in my mouth about where this season could go. But uh, Terry McLaurin, I like that. Mm, Aaron Jones. I mean, you know, like on paper, it seems like it seems like um, the the Comericans should have this like McLaurin is a, he's dope. Oh yeah. And Gabe Davis, another guy that I think was on our, uh, sleeper list, uh, ends up with like 16 points. So the Comericans have a 25 point advantage going into the weekend, Baltimore D. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I think, I think that they have this wrong. I think that the Comericans are going to win this. It'd be like a two point upset basically. But, um, um, so yeah, Terry McLaurin, I think is the guy that puts it over the edge. My dad's name's Terry. So I, you know, award points for stupid things like that. Um, uh, but I think that that's going to be what it takes to get it done. Let's see here. So now we go over to the Beacon Hill Seeds of Seven. The, the location thing and the team name, I think is so stupid. Um, like we got all these Beacon Hill this and Lake City that and you're the seeds of seven guys and you're the ogs doesn't nobody cares what neighborhood you live in uh all right so this says i think we're like heading into the game last night we it was like a one point game like 116 to 115 is what they were projecting uh, with the seeds of seven on top now i mean this is what i'm saying like now they have the the jews at 94 points uh after a 10 point performance from stafford and less than two points for apparently a blocking wide receiver, Allen Robinson. Um, so it's going to be a lot like Christian McCaffrey is going to have to have a huge game. Um, same with AJ Brown. Like, yeah. And obviously Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett has to, I think be an all pro in order to justify the pick where he was taken and Kelsey. Oh, but this was like the catch. So maybe this is like the saving grace is that if you look at the, uh, at the matchup right now, it's two forty-five on Friday afternoon, the defensive slot for the seeds of seven is empty. And on the bench, it was a 23 point performance from the Buffalo bills. So huge, 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 um, uh, opportunity for us to kind of capitalize on that. 
because uh, now, and then, I mean, benefiting the rest of the league is somebody's going to have to get dropped in order for him to pick up a uh, new defense. I mean, Robert Woods, Kirk Cousins, probably the guy that gets dropped is Kirk Cousins. Robbie Anderson or is that uh, Devontae Parker um, are the guys on the bench that could still be dropped in order for him to pick up a scrub defense. But uh, on the other side, I mean, things don't look great, you know, on on the two I've Jews roster as well. Like I said, 10 points from Stafford. We still got we still got some guys to go, but I have to obviously pick the two I've Jews to pull out the upset and uh, set us off to one and oh. Um, but there you go, guys. So let's just run through that again. Two I've Jews. These are the week one winners. Two I've Jews, the all American team. I think I had the Purgatory Gumps, Slaughterhouse Sundays, I believe it was. Is that right? I'm looking back through here. Yeah, fuck it. I'll just call it Sundays. Uh, the Knicks, obviously. I'm sorry, the Seatown Sasquatches. And. Did I say? I think I said. I think I said the rice balls. So, anyways. Um, but yeah, there you go. Week one picks, take it to the bank, or the uh, or the new sports books that have opened up in all the casinos around here. So, anyways, we might be trying to see if we can organize like a weekend meetup at you know one of the one of the new sports books. They got Snoqualmie Casino. I know has been open. We did a game there last year, and then uh, the stuff up Angel of the Winds, or I'm sorry, Quosita Creek. And two Alep tribes both just opened up at their casinos as well, new sports books. So, uh, anyhow, getting a little bit ahead of myself, but uh, stick around. I'm going to share with you guys a couple little things if you wanted to participate in the show, some ways that you could do that. And I'll be, uh, be right back. All right. So, at the top of the podcast, I said that I was going to share with you guys a couple of ways to get involved in the show. Uh, the easiest way is to shoot me a text or give me a call and let me know that you want to come on as a guest or co-host or whatever. And, uh, I'll just record that and we've got, you know, we've got a show. The other way, um, is there's a link that I'll post in the show notes that directs you to a voicemail line and you can just record something. It's one way. So it's not like a conversation. It's just you talking into the mic and sending that off. Uh, but, um, you can, you can upload a message and, uh, and then I'll just include that in the show. So, uh, those are a couple of different options, uh, to get your voices out there, be heard in this league and, uh, talk a little bit of shit and, um, have some fun with this. So anyways, good luck this week. I look forward to hearing from you all soon. And uh, that's it. Peace.